do you say that? I am now. Tricky, tricky guy. Oh, they call me Trickster Joe. They yeah, sure do. They, I was always doing tricks. Just doing tricks. <laughs> What's not up, even, everyone? Not even buying candy for Halloween. Nope. Just giving tricks to all the kids. Yep. And then I wonder why my house gets egged later that night. Ooh. House has never been egged. Mom, mom's up all night keeping an eye on stuff. Welcome to the Slurred Speech Podcast. Hey there, impediments. Oh, I'm trying to get my desk in order here. This shelf on this desk has been broke forever. I was drunk one night and I hit it. Oh, no. And it fell. And then, like, I tried fixing it, like, six or seven times. And so now it's just, like... Um, just hanging on by a thread? Yeah. This cool, futuristic glass and metal desk that I dumpster-dived for. Did you really? Well, I didn't. An ex-girlfriend's dad dumpster dive oh, for it. Well, that's nice. You didn't even have to do the shit. No. That he was like, pretty, he's like, it's a pretty good dumpster find. It is. He nice had desk. all sorts of them. He's like, yeah, if you go ahead, Staples, behind Staples at, like, <laughs> whatever time in the morning, and, you know, you would dumpster dive. Every day. Find, <laughs> yeah, find desks and printer cartridges and, yeah. Ooh, printer cartridges. <laughs> I don't know if he still does it or not. I, Stuff's like gold, man. <laughs> Dude, we buy. I have to buy the printer cartridges for it. Oh, jeez. They'll be like, I need a case of print toner. I'm like, I'm not. That's like above my spending allowance. Yep. Just buy a new printer. Mm-hmm. And even that, like, even our industrial printers, the ink is like, it's like, yeah. We tried doing the refilling thing where we'd have a company, we take them and get them refilled, and then they would just blow up in the printer and then destroy the printer. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. There was a place in Brunswick that did it, and we it was an emergency. We had people in from out of town. I'll never forget this. We had people in from out of town, and so I looked up that, like, the place, and they there was one in Brunswick over on Manhattan Drive. So I ran in there, called them, and the lady's like, hello. I'm like, yeah, do you guys feel it? Yeah, she's like, yeah. So I show up. She's smoking cigarettes in the building. Oh, yeah. And there's cats just, like, walking around, and there's toner everywhere like like this was not like this was i like i was like is this a real operation you know like <laughs> and she went in the back and luckily the thing worked i mean it didn't blow up in our printer but it was like it smelled like cat piss and cigarette smoke and there was toner just like coating the wall you know like nice yeah that was an interesting experience they're not there anymore can't didn't, didn't, business didn't can't believe they didn't make it no but like she was just like like this was, like, after you weren't allowed to smoke in places, too. This was, like, a legit business. Like, there was Google reviews, and all the reviews were, like, yeah, it worked, but it was interesting getting in there. You know, like, it was everything that, um, everything you would think of the review. I don't know. This, this thing is getting ready to fall. Uh-oh. Let's see if this is still on the on Google reviews here. Yeah, so welcome to the, thir- uh, the Slurred Speech Podcast. We are... Um, a podcast about slurred speech. Um, yeah, they're not around anymore. Laser recharge. Yeah. Shout out laser recharge for filling toners for people. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how are you this evening? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I can't complain. Excited for for Halloween. I am. Yeah. I even got a spooky song to play at the end of the thing. Ooh. It's pirate rap. God damn it. <laughs> it's not pirate rap. You already heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excited for Halloween. Mm, what got are you going to be? 
Huh? What are you gonna be? I'm gonna be. Oh, should I, I shouldn't say so I can surprise people. Oh, okay, that's true. I'm actually. We'll let you know next week. Yeah. I actually don't know who. Like I, I was told who I'm gonna be. Like, and I don't mean that in a bad way because I'm not dress up guy for Halloween. Yeah, I know. So yeah, you know, Joe Jervis this year. Donovan McNabb, boy, Donovan McNabb, the one year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of football jerseys. <laughs> Football jerseys and pajama pants. <laughs> that one year I showed up, they're like, who are you? I'm like, I'm Joe Jeravicious. They're like, who is that? I'm like, he was a Browns receiver for like a year and a half, and then he got staph infection and almost sued him. They're like, oh, I just thought you were angry, drunk Browns fan. I was like. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, that no one. That was the year I told you I'd dress up with you, and you showed. I'm sorry about that, by the way. Did I ever tell you sorry about that? I don't remember. What, what was I? You were uh, Randy from Trailer Park Boys. Okay. And I said oh, I was going to yeah. be Mr. Lee, and then you showed up, and I'm like, I I, I don't mind at all. That was a fun. That was a fun costume. Actually, yeah, I forgot about that one. That's up there with my butters. Butter or Professor Chaos was dope. I mean, like that was just a good costume and everything too. Randy was fun. Just walked around eating cheeseburgers all night. I remember at one point, whatever the meat man had made, we I just like put grease all over my chest i remember the grease i was like why the grease (laughs) why greasy fuck i was pretty drunk yeah that'll do it that'll it's pretty drunk i I remember i think there was a big ohio state game that day so i was i was pretty lit because i remember the cheeseburger showed up like halfway through and you were smashing the cheeseburger like (laughs) yep (laughs) yep you might have noticed them halfway through i bought a bag of cheeseburgers (laughs) on my way there had a good time with that one that was fun. Greasy fuck. That was fun. You were greasy. I remember, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, what is wrong with you? You know? <laughs> You're all just covered in grease. Did you do any sexual favors for those cheeseburgers? No, I didn't. No. I think I just bought them at, uh, I don't know. It might have been McDonald's. might have been Burger King. Whichever one of the guys, whatever, if one of the McDonald's or Burger King wants to sponsor us, that's, that's whatever yep, one. Yeah, that's the one it was. And they were delicious. <laughs> So I told you this off the air, but I went to, we had a show uh, last Saturday, and it was a late show for us, mm-hmm. uh, 9 to 1 a.m., and it was out in Akron. We've talked about it on the podcast. Yep, yep. and I missed it. I was out in the Alleghenies. Well, uh, you didn't miss much. I'm sure I did. Two shows in and new songs, and I haven't heard them yet. I was I was late to the, the first show. You heard Gangster's Paradise, didn't you? No, I didn't. It was I think that was a first set song and I missed it. Oh. Yep. And then do you, you hear Bye then you missed Bye 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 then? I missed too. Bye Bye Bye. Yeah. I missed uh, the new Britney song. So we started playing those songs in fucking that Akron bar, which was not like this was not our scene whatsoever. Everyone was very nice. So before I, I talk shit about all about this bar, <laughs> I just wanna say that the the people there were very nice. Um Near the end of the night, there was a lot of neck and face tattoos. Hell yeah. Um, but, man, we ripped into Bye Bye Bye, and, like, there was people, like, leaving. And I don't think they were leaving because we were playing because, like, there was a whole, like, the bar was set up. There was two sides of the bar, and there was, like, the area we were playing where there was, like, four people and uh-huh. then the whole bar. And, like, we weren't very loud over there or anything. But, man, like, we started playing that Bye Bye Bye, and it was, like, just kind of people walking out. Like, it... <laughs> All right. Yep. I'm but uh, shit faced at home tonight. Yep. Um, but yeah. we, I left after that show. So nine to one. So by the time we packed up, got done, it was like nine thirty. Got got back around Brunswick around two o'clock. 
Started the, the old Taco Bell, mm-hmm. which, you know, late night, great night or whatever they're saying is, or, you know, pull up to the drive through just going to get a couple tacos, nothing, I'm not going to go crazy, I'm not buying 30, you know, mm-hmm. and they, I, you know, the, the speaker turns on and it says, go away. <laughs> and my response was, all right. And I just drove off. Like, I was like, I, these, they don't want to serve the, the Taco Bell tonight. So I, I came home and made breakfast biscuits. I would have faked a 911 call. <laughs> like, like those. Acted like one of those people. I'm here at the Taco Bell. <laughs> no, not the good one on 303. It was the one on 303. Oh, it was? Yeah. Wow. I figured that was a Laurel experience. No. Wow. This was the 303 Taco Bell. You can't get away with that over on... I'm surprised. That's ballsy. I figured the Laurel one maybe like, a little off the beaten path. You're probably not going to have too many people, but that 303 one, I'm sure, was getting business. There was no one there, actually. That was well, the other... They were telling everyone to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, they, they were telling everyone to go away. You probably showed up like, no line at the Taco Bell? Dude, exactly. I was, like, I was like, no line at Taco Bell at like, 1.55 in the morning? And I'm literally just going to get, like, I was going to get, like, a hard taco and two soft tacos. Just something, like, I was, you know, fucking go away is what they said to me. So I did go Karen and email Taco Bell. It said, I just said very politely, I said, I showed up, you know, put the time and date and said, I want to go through your drive-thru and I was told to go away. Um, And they called me and said they were sorry. Yep. Didn't get any free food. I told them, I'm like, I don't want because like, they're like, what can we do for you? I'm like, you can't do anything for it. Like, I don't want Taco Bell now. It's 1030 in the morning. I or, want an apology call from yeah, the manager what? on staff that night. Yeah. Which I'm sure would have went really well because I'm sure that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If he's already telling me to go away, because I assume that was probably the manager, right? They probably have a night manager, right? Or am yeah. I, I, I don't know how that works. Probably, probably an assistant manager. Yeah. But I don't know. People are so hit right now. They might just have anybody working. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone that'll tell you to go, go away. Go away. And I was like, I want to go home and make breakfast biscuits. <laughs> so I had breakfast biscuits and uh, caramel corn for dinner. At that, least that. be fun with it. Just, just be like, all we got is bean burritos. I would have taken a bean. Do, I would have been like. something like that. I would have been like, all right, I'll take three bean burritos. We're out of all the meat. I will take those that potato taco thing you guys have. Okay, but there's no cheese either. <laughs> so it's lettuce and potatoes? <laughs> yep. And, and the lettuce is kind of wilty. It's a little wilted. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Subway. Like piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Subway's lettuce. Anytime I ever got to Subway and they put lettuce on it, I'm like, oh, that just... Doesn't look. Go for the spinach. That's that's what I do. Oh, yeah. I don't fuck with the lettuce. When's the last it's... time you had Subway? I think we talk about Subway. I, I almost. <laughs> I feel like I bring up Subway. I talk about it more than I eat it. For <laughs> sure. I actually almost got it on the way to, into the Alleghenies. It was like one of those things. I thought we were stopping the whole way, and then it was just like they're like, ah, I think we're good. And I'm like, my stomach's just like, oh. I've had a cup of coffee and probably like an apple or an orange that morning. Well, that was the other thing. So it was a long drive, so I wasn't drinking to drive home f- fucking f- 40 minutes or whatever, you mm-hmm. know? So I had 18 Diet Mountain Dews when I was there because, you know, as healthy as, you know, as I always say it because I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I try to watch my intake. And then I'm at Taco Bell at 2 in the morning. Oh, I just want three tacos. But that's it, you know? 
And so, like, my stomach was all sorts of goofy from all that Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And then, so I didn't get any Taco Bell that night. Um, you know, that's, this is first world problems if I ever. Right. The Taco Bell told me to go away. Um, that sucks. So shout out to that Akron bar. They were they paid us. They were good. There wasn't. It was an interesting crowd. Um, I don't know. I, I my favorite part about the show is at the end of the night. So we didn't get a lot of reaction. We didn't get. It was a lot of like, eh. yep. And at the end of the night, like six people came up to tell us how great we were. <laughs> like it was like that's good at least. Yeah, just not a dancing crowd. Yeah, well, like the thing is, like, so I felt bad because, like, they were like people who put on songs, and they were like, like there were like three gals that were dancing to these songs, and then like they shut off the music to put art. Oh, here comes the band that no one wants to listen to. <laughs> but that guy, the owner, messaged us and and told us great job. Wish he could have saw more of the set, and we'll have his back. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, we sounded great, man. I wonder if those same people will leave next. <laughs> you guys show up like. I'll Fuck. There was one really like wasted. Backstreet Boys cover band. There was one really wasted guy. We did a uh, begging, um, mm-hmm. and this dude was into it. He came over. And he's like, you know, he was falling. Like, he was falling over. Let's be. I'm being. And then we did, <laughs> hey ya, and he was like trying to do the claps for hey ya, and he was all off time. And then we did something else, and he just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> we went back into like a standard, brand new hit song, and he was like, eh. I don't know this one. We did I Will Survive, the disco song, twice because we did it the first time and didn't get much of a response. But then, like, some lady came in, the one lady that was into us, and she was like, you guys did I Will Survive? And she's like, we're like, yeah. She's like, do it again. We're like, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, if we get, if we get a request and we know the song, it's like, it's all right. We know the <laughs> We've already played it, but we're running it back for Cheryl. Yeah. We're, <laughs> that was probably her name. <laughs> So yeah, tomorrow night we're at um, Bullfrogs in North Ridgeville. So um, interested to see how that'll go. Mm. They described us as '80s hits, and we do three '80s songs. So, hey, you know, speaking of Subway, do you notice they've pulled the Russell Wilson sandwich? I did notice that. I did because well, first of all, I went in the I went in the Subway not too long ago. And went to get one of those new signature subs. Mm-hmm. Do you see how much those sandwiches are? No, they're like fourteen bucks. Really? Yeah, not exaggerating. They're like not even anything special. No. Is one of his commercials? He said it was spicy, and I looked it up, and it has like mustard and banana peppers, and that's it. <laughs> I have a feeling Russ Wilson doesn't eat too much spicy food. <laughs> I mean, if you think banana peppers and mustard is spicy. I would say no. It's spicy brown mustard. Spicy brown mustard. Maybe yeah, that, I, maybe that was it. I saw a lot of videos. I think they took it down because there were so many people who were making fun of the commercial. Is mm-hmm. that what it was? Probably. And he's playing like shit. Yeah. Although Baker, they did all those. They kept those Baker commercials, and he was playing like shit. That's true. But I guess if you film, I mean, you had a whole town behind that guy. It seems like Denver hates that guy. Right. Does it? Well, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. The recently. Came out that they were flying to. I think they're playing in either Germany or London this week. Mm-hmm. So they everyone was sleeping on the plane except for Russell Wilson, who was working out in the aisle. Nice. Yeah, that's obnoxious. Yeah, just stinking up the plane. Yeah, that's cool. And then there's another video of him coming out, like he was trying to. He was talking to the defense. He's like, "All right, guys, 
when they run the ball, we want to scream run. And when they pass the ball, we want to scream pass. And everyone's just kind of ignoring him. And, like, a play happened. He's like, see, like this, run! <laughs> and everyone's like, uh-huh. Like, yeah. Not Ooh. big fans of him over there, it seems like. Yeah. Seems obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't watch enough of Denver to tell you if they're... Somebody just said came out recently and said... I think he alleged he was, like, a staffer or something. And he said he... He used to have pump-up sessions, and he would make staffers and other people sing uh, his his woman's song, One Two Step, or something like that. I don't know that song. Yeah, I don't know. One Two Step, yeah, I don't know. Who is his woman? Is it Sia? I don't know or, who that is. Uh, I don't know. She's a musician of some sort. You would think we'd cover one of her songs. I don't know. I don't think so, really. I mean, we do a Dua Lipa song. I think it's S-I-A. Oh, no, it's Ciara. Ciara, I know who that okay, is. I don't know why I thought it was that other lady. Yep. <laughs> He's, he seems like a wiener. He uh, definitely is an interesting cat. Mr. Unlimited. Is it, well, you know, he was really good in Seattle, man. And he, Until they paid him and they couldn't afford... The monster defense that they had. Yep, that was part of the problem. And, it, and the like, offensive line went down the shitter. Well, and part, but part of his game was being mobile enough to get out of the pocket and make plays. And he's just gotten to the point it seems like he's older and he's not making those plays anymore. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Denver, I mean, last year everyone was saying Denver, if they have had the, if they had the quarterback, they'd be going to the Super Bowl. And they, they you know, they went all in. Um, yeah. I worked with a guy from Denver recently over the phone, and we were talking about it. And they were talking about firing the coach, and he's he was against it, but he was also like, "I don't know what else this team's going to do because they're just not very good, and they had a lot of expectations." That sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. Um, yeah, it sounds very familiar, doesn't it? It sounds like a yep. I guess I'm not. He also told me he played against John Elway in high school in California. This guy, now that I think about it, this guy, this guy was like Forrest Gump. Dubious source. Yeah, this guy was like Forrest Gump because now that I think about it, he was in Germany for something else for the first time. Like he saw, he's like, ah, oh, I saw the first whatever in Germany. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, he's like, and I played against John Elway in high school. I love how sometimes when you start telling somebody else about a story that you heard and then you're like, this don't sound right. <laughs> no, no, I don't, no. now that I'm I'm the one on the hook for saying the credibility, I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah, and now that, I, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, this dude, he, he had a lot of stories. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get, we were working together, get some software installed. And yeah, John Elway was a prick. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, like. Yeah. I don't like him either because I'm a Browns fan, you know. And then um, what was the other thing? It was something about Germany, and he was the first person to – he was there for the first something in Germany. Mm-hmm. And then – come on. The first something. <laughs> the first something. This is how into his stories I was. I was like, oh, all right, yeah, okay. Well, that's really good. He won Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first American to win Oktoberfest. And even though he didn't like Elway very much, he told him, hey, man, you should really think about GMing when you're done. <laughs> Try said, and find a way to stretch your career out he told, after he the He told game. Elway, he's like, you know, stick with it, buddy. <laughs> You'll be pretty good. <laughs> and then uh, 
Yeah, Jake Plummer he knew and gave him the nickname Jake the Snake. No, I'm just joking. On that. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, nah, man, you don't want to be slithery Jake. You want to be Jake the Snake. That part didn't happen though. Yeah, so, so- they're not a surprise. I mean. What's going on in the? I don't like. I told you, I haven't really been following the NFL. The only thing I guess I find shocking is the the five and two Jets. Uh, the Bills look more legit than I guess I thought they would. But I mean, looking around the AFC, I didn't necessarily think that they'd be bad. The Bills, I think you know they. The Bills, I don't think there's a weakness on that team. That's yeah. I'm, I'm hearing they're a pretty good, well-rounded team. Which always, you know, the last couple of years, it just seemed like they had this flash in the pan offense and. It could go either way with everything else. The Eagles, I guess, there's pretty Eagles and Giants. Well, there's all. I guess that whole NFC East is pretty shocking. So they were garbage last year. Who's that? The East, the NFC East. Yeah. The Eagles are six and zero. The Giants are six and one. The Cowboys are five and two, with Dak having been out for a while. And the Commanders are the worst team at three and four. So then Didn't... Dak Dak came back last week. And he did not. I think he had like 180 yards rushing or passing. Mm-hmm. But uh, Zeke Elliott had a couple touchdowns, and um, yeah, the, the Cowboys I don't think um, are legit. Eagles look really good. There's par- you know what's it's awesome about the NFL. There's parity. There's a lot of parity. Mm-hmm. That's the every year there's one team that's the worst team in their division that that shoots up to be the best team. The Eagles the and the Giants. The Cowboys are good too. I guess the NFC's kind of wild too the seahawks are leading the west the rams are three and three the niners are three and four and the cardinals are three and four i think those are all pretty shocking and the north seattle real quick seattle has geno smith playing quarterback and he is playing like he should have been starting the entire time hell yeah good for him i always kind of i always kind of liked him i not a fan from wisconsin i I think uh no that was russell wilson Uh, geno smith i believe is out of uh west virginia i think you're right um yeah i think I, uh, West Virginia, right? Yeah. I I don't know. That might have been the year where they uh, we lost to Illinois. Ended up playing. Does it say what year he was drafted? That's what I'm looking. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That seems like a long time. Two thousand and thirteen, he was drafted. Okay, so unless it was like his freshman year, I think they had a, another dual threat quarterback before him. Maybe it must have been before him because that was uh, the, what the O eight. I didn't realize he was in the league for nine years. He was on the Jets for a little bit. Didn't yeah. play very well for the Jets. Yep. Yeah, he's kind of, uh, kind of. He was kind of a, a journeyman. Yeah, not a fan of West Virginia, but I always kind of liked him. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, and he's playing pretty lights out for them. Mm-hmm. Um. And then who else? Uh. Uh. The Rams look like they have the Super Bowl hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, you know, it does look like they're missing Odell a little bit. They look like they're missing someone else to stretch the field or yep. to get the attention they off. They didn't seem to need it last year, though. Cooper was just everywhere. He's still having a great year, but it's like they're triple covering Cooper Cup at this point. Yeah. I mean, I have Cooper that'd in be, fantasy. and That'd be the thing to do, I would think. Yeah. Cardinals 3-4, and four, Niners 3-4. and four. I guess you'd expect the Niners to be there. Probably expect the Cardinals to be a little bit better. The North is pretty wild. You got the Vikings at five and one. Then the Packers and Bears are both at three and four. Lions are garbage. Whoa! And then the whole NFC South is either three and four or two and five. So on the Bears, real quick, I saw this uh, pretty understandable. With I saw this, I saw this meme about the Bears. It was like um, 
Justin Fields gives note to mom just in case he gets sacked and doesn't make it or something like that because he's been just sacked constantly. Oh, yeah, I, I heard he, yeah. He is not having a great year. I mean, and it's not all on him. The guy has no time. I mean, um, what are you going to do? Well, I think that was kind of the part of their plan is like, we'll have Justin Fields. He could run around a lot. Oh, wait, it's the NFL. Yeah. Everyone's fast. Yeah. <laughs> Even at Ohio State, though, he, he definitely was trying to polish his game over the last couple seasons. And I, I think he even, you know, after his first season, he was, like, trying to become more of a pocket passer, which, you know, good on you if you don't really need it. And um, But, I mean, you know, obviously the Ohio State dual threat, they ran him quite a bit. But he wasn't necessarily looking to fly all around the field, break out of the pocket every time. He was definitely honing in on becoming a pocket passer. So Working on his game. Speaking of Ohio State, did you watch – the last game? I did not. I was in the Alleghenies. Uh, I kind of just followed the score a little bit. Um, nice to see him thrash Iowa. But Iowa doesn't ever really give us too hard of a shot at home. So the They're first half was a little sketchy. Yeah. Uh, I won't say I was worried at any point, but I, I was like, and man, they, so real, I, I jump all over the place. I don't know, but. I, the first half was a little sketchy. I was like, all right. like I didn't think we were going to lose by any point, but I was like, mm-hmm. they're playing a little tougher than I thought. And mm-hmm. then like the, the commentators are going on and on about the Iowa, de- the Iowa defense, keeping Ohio State check, keeping them in check. And like halfway through the third quarter, we're starting to light them up, and they're like, this Iowa defense is really keeping them in check. And then it was like, what, 54-10? And they're like, so the Iowa defense, <laughs> you know. Fell apart. I mean, that's a big thing about this team, uh, the halftime adjustments. It's been that way consistently under Ryan Day. Uh, you can kind of blow, blame him for maybe slow starts and things like that, but you know maybe he's he's playing a game of chess and you know he's trying to keep it close in some games. Um, you know they can always get away from you. That's how you end up losing football games, um, not having that urgency early in the game, and especially the big matchups, playoff matchups. It almost bit us in the ass against Notre Dame, but um, you know if we go ahead in the half, I feel very confident all the time. I just didn't. There was uh, there was no p- point in that game. I was like, oh, I. I was keeping us in check. This mm-hmm. is, yeah, this is not good. Well, they they have that they have that those hog mollies on the offensive line. They always have great tight ends. You get in trouble with them if you fall down to score. If you ever go down ten to Iowa, you're you could be in trouble. Well, they and they. Well, I think was it last year, two years ago, two tight ends were drafted out of Iowa. Mm-hmm. It's like they, two first rounders. I yeah, think. yeah, two, yep, and not back to back, but it was close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think it was high teens and low teens or it was or sorry low teens and high teens or low teens low 20s something like that i have a hot take you want to hear it Ooh, marvin harrison jr is really good at football he is really good. <laughs> it's it's been good to see their offense clicking without Injigba, who was going to be clearly the best guy yeah uh, I, maybe Marv- that's not fair to marvin because it's that hype on Injigba is solely based on that one the the rose bowl where he fucking set incredible records I, Marvin Harrison, they were even saying on the broadcast, they're like, I would not be surprised if he's the best wide receiver in the NFL next year or two years whenever he goes to the NFL. I could see that. could see it as well, man. I mean, he's not the speedster. I mean, he's got a lot of speed, don't get me wrong, but like he's just like his dad mm-hmm. when it's the, he, he catches everything. Um, I forget what his stats were during that game, but there was he made some incredible catches where I was like, yep, that guy's a stud. That actually makes me wonder, uh, especially with as good as they're doing – uh, what uh, Garrett Wilson's been doing for the Jets? Actually, not that crazy. 
The well, he had a good game, game against, against the Browns. Yeah, that was really it, though. He had 60 against the Bengals, 40 against the Steelers, 27 Dolphins, 8 against the Packers, 24 against the Broncos. So he I haven't pulled off. watched the Jets much to see what their offenses look like. Um, it seems like they're constantly squeaking out wins. Um, I think uh, Flacco is out, back out now. I think they got their their start with Zach Wilson as their starter, so I think he's back in. Um, wow, I looked at Marvin Harrison and it went to his dad's NFL stats. Yeah, Marvin had 62 yards and a TD. The MSU games where he went off 131 yards, uh, three TDs. He really only had two quiet games, Rutgers and Wisconsin. Under What did he do against Iowa? Uh, boop, 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 100 or 62 yards in a TD. Man, it seemed like he... It was Michigan State that he was... I mean, he comes up with big catches. That that's, might have been what it was. I mean, That's he, what it is. Yeah. Big first downs. He's the guy you can rely on. Um, and they've always... That was the thing I, I think I saw most out of Stroud. Um, or not Stroud, but... Um, Fucking Bears quarterback. Um, Fields? Yeah, Justin Fields is spreading around really became a big thing with thing, them. Yes. To the point where, like, sometimes I was like, dude, you're forcing it. Yeah. Like, you no, have great you're... receivers. You don't need to be going thrown at the fourth guy on the depth chart because he's got fresh legs. It's, yeah, no, but you're right. That was one um, That was one he, of the things he was doing. And then Stroud is not a runner either. He does not mm-hmm. take off much. Mm-hmm. Um, the backup, who's the backup QB? He ended up coming in and playing. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, Ernie? Ernie, you know, he came in and, and got even some reps, so you know it was. Ewers, or is he gone? Kyle McCord. Hmm. Yeah, Unless came... they're running out Devin Brown first, but no, was, I, I would was... think it's Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord. Yeah. Ewers went down to, what, Texas, I think? Quinn, Quinn Ewers. Did you see Tennessee beat Alabama? They sure did. That I was did. Fun. I was watched. Almost all of that game, and then we left to come up to your show. That oh, was, to see at Niners. That's right. That's where we watched. So yeah. it was funny. We were setting up, and they were blowing them out. And I'm like, oh, sweet, Tennessee's. And then we started playing. It was like Alabama came back. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, well, that's what Alabama yeah, does. They took they, the lead, too, and then Tennessee still rolled with it and yeah. won it back. Um, I don't believe they punished their uh, wide receiver that punched a Tennessee fan. Uh, Alabama's receiver, touched. yeah, yeah. During the the storming of the field at the end of the game, an Alabama receiver punched. A, I think it was a female. Um, maybe, maybe don't quite quote me on that part, but uh, I think when they asked Saban about it, they're just like, "Yeah, we'll look at it." Yeah, he, <laughs> he was very much not like, and you know, he kind of threw some shade about, you know, it's a dangerous situation and blah 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 blah. Um, Jermaine Burton. Yep. Oh, there's even a video of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no wonder he got busted. I would click on it, but then this whole thing's going to crash. Oh, it was a female Tennessee fan. Oh, taxing Tim Ryan. <laughs> Looking at making out with Joe Biden. Oh, my favorite about it is when that stuff happened. Like, they're like, Ohio's a football town. Why don't they? All right, let's take a look here. This is a great video. Oh, I guess they're breaking it down. Oh, multiple fans. That's cool. Was that the punch? I guess. That wasn't that bad. I mean, I'm, I'm not not telling anybody to hit anyone, but... 
I mean, that's pretty bad, though, because it's like the girl just crossed his path. Mm, yeah. Not even like she's running into him or anything. I kind of get that, giving somebody the shoulder shrug. But that one when... was like he had a camera in the face. Like, yeah. Yep. That one looks pretty bad. Yep. He probably thought she was videoing him when she was just holding her phone in front of her face. That's cool. Yeah. It's not something I would do if... Equal rights and equal lefts for women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can't be misogynist about it. If you'd hit a man for it, you should hit a woman for it. Yeah, I guess that's what he was going for. That's what my mommy always taught me. Is that what your mom taught you? Yeah. Sounds like a good Christian thing to teach you. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> sure did. Did you watch any of the UFC? Or are you still getting the Allegheny? No, I didn't. We were kind of planning on watching it, and it just kind of fell through. It's... Not that I was illegally streaming it, but I think Dana's actually coming down on the illegal streams. Oh, really? Oh, it was tough to he get. He warned you. Yeah, it was tough to get a stream. I mean, I was, I was really, I just wanted to see the Peter Yan and Sean O'Malley fight, mm-hmm. and like my stream just kept. I don't even up. know who won. Actually, yeah, I completely forgot after we got out of the woods to go look things up. I'll usually go back and look and see if anything interesting happened. Um, Sugar Sean O'Malley took the W. Did he really? Yes. Uh, wow. A lot. Of, it was a split decision. Uh, a lot of folks thought that uh, Petrea Jan won. Um, I think I would have to go look at the scorecards, but he was um, using quite a bit of wrestling at first, mm-hmm. and um, he's not really much of a wrestler, but um, was using quite a bit of wrestling. Um, but Sean, Sean O'Malley stuck with it, man. I mean, they were lighting each other up. They both rocked each other. Uh, Sean said after the fight, who you know, he's a pretty arrogant prick. Mm-hmm. You know, at least that's his gimmick. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, he even said after the interview that, you know, I was rocked a few times. He's like, I have to go back. Because they asked him, uh, are you fighting for the title next? Do you want to, you know, Dana White said whoever won this fight would fight for the title next. And, and Sean O'Malley didn't say, I want the title, you know, like a normal mm-hmm. He said, I want to go back and watch this fight to see what happened. Yeah. And then we'll make a decision. You know, I mean, I'm always the one that rails on how shitty and toxic all of the UFC fighters seem to be and how they all get the, like, the worse you are, the bigger shots you get. He's always seemed like a goofball and definitely an asshole to me, but, like, not to the point of being, like, just a completely disrespectful cunt. No, I would agree with that. Like, he's a goofy fucking... Very arrogant shit talker to the point like he's kind of a caricature. So it was but fun. It's, it's it, like kind of fun. In the uh, press conference, uh, him and Peter were talking shit to each other, and Sean O'Malley's like, "They keep listening to him at five eight or whatever, but he's no taller than five four or five five, blah, blah blah." And they go, well, "What do you have to say about that, Peter? Your Petra or Peter, or whatever?" And he goes, I, "He's probably right. He's tall like a whore." And that was his comeback. And Sean O'Malley was tall like... Tall like a whore. Tall like a whore. Like a street whore is what we called her. You know what I mean? And he was like... And Sean O'Malley had no comeback. He was like... They're like, what do you say? He's like, I don't know. That was a good one. <laughs> tall like a whore. But they lit each other up from... You know, even though my stream was cutting in and out. Um, yeah. They, they they lit each other oh, up. Okay. And, nobody... Nobody... Google the expression tall like a whore. You're going to come up with some questionable results. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me like the whore I am. Oh, that's actually a t-shirt design. Uh, And then tall whore search on X videos. uh, Pin on lying two-faced whore sayings (laughs) on Pinterest. What is this? 
Oh, in article cool. Joseph Hooker, uh, he's fighting Joe. He's a civil civil war general. <laughs> Tall, slender whore gets fucked by online date on Pornhub. Uh, women's advocates heartbroken over dressed like a whore tweet. Uh, actually, I guess wife material. <laughs> I guess there's I guess there's only two porn ones in there. You whore, any? you whore coffee mugs. Uh, I'm a tall karma whore stuck on last minute flight. <laughs> oh, don't fucking go now. Right. Interesting. Uh, I just I had to see if I, I don't know tall like a whore. I, I never. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I I think he was trying to call him like a street hooker. Maybe he said hooker. I think he said whore though. You're tall, tall like, like a whore. A hooker. I didn't just, either way, it doesn't make sense. If you know what that means, call us up two one six two six zero five four eight four, or maybe hit us up on uh, URBS Reddit on Twitter. Uh, you could also hit up Slurred Speech Podcast two one six at gmail dot com, or again just the number two one six two six zero five four eight four. Tell us what you know about tall like a hooker. Uh, Dillashaw lost to Sterling. Yeah. That, wow. That's. Uh, has Dillashaw been dropping off? He has, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then Islam owned Oliveira. Uh, yeah, which Oliveira was, you know, everyone. Um, I'm not going to say Oliveira had um, no, ch- like, I'm not saying that was good, like, but Oliveira, everyone kind of thought he would be the guy. Um, he's, a, he's a good, real good fighter, obviously. He was fighting for the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he... He got rocked and then submitted. Um, and Dylan Shaw, he's just, um, I don't want to say he's fallen off, but, um, yeah, he was submitted by, oh, the TKO. Aljamain Sterling. Yeah. Um, I didn't really hear much about that fight. Uh, he hasn't really fought a lot, actually. He fought, his last fight was 2021 against Corey Sanhagen, who was a good fight. That was a decision. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he lost against Cejudo. Yep. And then he beat Cody Garbrandt twice. Um, poor Cody Garbrandt. And I was really, feel really bad for that guy. Um, he was the champ. He beat up Dominic Cruz, made him look absolutely, just embarrassed him. He was dan- dancing in the <clears throat> octagon. And then, Why do you feel bad? Just everyone thought he was the next, like, unbeatable dude. He was 11-0. and Then he lost to Dylan Shaw twice. And then lost to Pedro Munez. Just got knocked out then. Uh, he came back and, like, I think he either went down a weight or went up a weight. I want to say he went down a weight. Um, and then he's just, he just keeps getting beat up. It's like, I kind of want to say, like, I don't want to say his chin's gone, but, like. Yeah, he's got to be done. You know he's how. lost five of his last six. Yeah. Yikes. He's an exciting fighter, though. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those were, uh, that last win against Cruz was fight of the night, and then they were title bouts, and then Munoz and Estrincao was performance of the night, fight of the night. That's cool. Too bad he can't win him. What yeah. a loser. I met him a couple times. He was a really nice person. Oh, well, what a good guy. Yeah. Sorry for calling you a loser. No, he was always, like, Sarcastic. Nice. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry, bud. I know you listen. <laughs> Just palling around. Him and Andy... Your boy Andy, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Andy. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, man. Inside jokes are really good for (laughs) podcasts. Oh, where's that Sweet Chin Music playing tomorrow night, Friday, October 28th? The Bullfrog. The Bullfrog in North Ridgeville. Yes. If you're out that way. Music event. Uh, venue, I mean. Um, 
So that'll be fun. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, was it, What's it, the times of the show? Six to nine? Eight to eleven. Eight to eleven. I don't know why I said six to nine. That'd be uh, we've played some early fr- shows. That's crazy for a Friday, though. Yeah, we've played some of those, though. Yeah, I guess you have. I guess you have. It would be tough for a Friday, though. <laughs> what about this fucking Kanye stuff, man? What happened with Kanye? You're really not here? Uh, I've I've heard enough that I'm like, uh, right. Just a lot of anti-Jewish stuff. I see. Uh... <laughs> There was a, a good video of him talking about how I could say anti-Semitic stuff and Adidas can't drop me. And then Adidas <laughs> dropped him. him. Yep. Uh, school closed down. Uh, you I heard think... he got escorted out of Skechers, right? Yeah. So he loses his Adidas deal, <laughs> shows up at Skechers unannounced, and they escort him out. Um, He's dropping. Uh, but at least he bought that uh, parlor. Um, which, you know, is going nowhere but up. I'm sure he didn't just get hosed into to making a bad purchase by... Uh, I hear he's going to British Knights next. That's the next company he's going to... Oh, yeah? Is I that a shoe brand? Yeah, I just picked a cheap shoe brand that I could... Yeah. Mm. See, I didn't realize it was Skechers. I was thinking it was a New Balance, but I guess he wouldn't have a New Balance contract. No, it was Skechers. He got yeah. escorted out. You know... He, it wasn't that he just said some anti-Semitic shit. Like, he really got behind it. a lot it. of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the Holocaust Museum chipped in and offered to him a tour. And they were like, hey, we'll come, you know, teach you stuff. And then apparently they got bombarded by a bunch of anti-Semitic and dangerous threatening messages. No shit. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know why I'm laughing. Uh, it's just the craziness of his fans. I it's guess. It's just the craziness of him at this point. I mean, well, his I, fans are pretty toxic base too. Yeah, because he had his beef with somebody. Uh, might have been Cuddy that uh, he played a fest that uh, Kanye dropped out of, and they have beef, and he ended up walking off stage because he was getting pelted with stuff. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. No, he like warned him. He's like, if another thing comes up here, I'm done. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they just did it because they were like, hey, fuck you anyway. Yep. And I was like. Uh, I mean, what Danny Brown said was, well, dude just got paid to, to work for 20 minutes, so that's cool. Yeah. you can If I can find a reason to leave my show early, I'll take it. Sweet chin, <laughs> next Sweet Chin Music, start throwing stuff at us. <laughs> I, I want to get paid to get out there. Although I can imagine. I'm not sure your contracts are as ironclad <laughs> as uh, Kid Cudi's, though. We do a Kid Cudi song. Yes, um, we do. But, I uh, enjoy it every time. What was I gonna say? Um, yeah, I, I then I was watching some interview with him with an English, with a Piers Morgan, mm-hmm. and Piers Morgan's trying to ask him stuff. He goes, "You're interrupting me! You're interrupting me!" He's like, "Well, Kanye, you're not actually answering my questions. You're just he's like you're just kind of rambling." Uh-huh. He's like, "Well, what do you want me to answer?" And he asked him a question, and then he just went back to the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Speaking of. Uh- People you play songs of. Did you see the little Nas shitting video? No. He is. It's not. It's not as bad as it sounds like that. It's actually. It's pretty fucking hilarious. I'm sure you could Google little Nas shit during show or whatever. But uh, I think like lights and maybe some of the show is going on. Like maybe it's starting. It's starting or maybe they just have video playing before the show or whatever. And he comes on over the PA. He's already got his like headset and stuff on. And he just alerts the crowd that he's in the back taking a shit. He's like, sorry, guys. I, I got to go. And it was really funny, too, because it was within, like, within a day or two of uh, DK Metcalf getting carted off I the was field. just going to bring up DK. That's hilarious. And they were like, what's, what's the injury? And they're like, 
he had to poop. Yeah, and but, uh, said he couldn't make it back there without pooping. So he had to cart him off. He had to cart him off. <laughs> like I can't walk right now. It's coming out. <laughs> it's that is prairie dogging right now, yeah. baby. Yeah. So little little Nas was over the uh, the PA just announcing <laughs> to the crowd that he was currently in the back shitting and would be out in a couple minutes. I know those are. <laughs> that's like that's like I don't even want to call it rock star stuff, but that's like like you've really made it when you're like, hey guys, I'm on. The, just give me like 15 minutes. Yeah. Do you think do you think little Nas takes a book in there with him, or is he a phone guy? I don't think many people are bringing books, but maybe I. Don't know. I take a comic book in with me. Do you really? Like if I've played on my phone enough, like like. <clears throat> That morning, you know, if I play, I'm like, I'm going to take a couple comic books. Mm. You usually only need one, not yeah. to get too discussed. I started, I was reading some short stories the other day. Uh, something on Reddit just kind of tripped it. And I was like, oh, let me read some good, like, uh, sci-fi and, and horror short stories and stuff. Um, and uh, it made me think, like, I haven't picked up a book in a while. Except a kid's book. I've been reading a lot of kid's books to my niece and nephew. And okay. That video I told you about. Yep. Um. Yeah, I haven't really had a, a good paper in hand experience recently. It's probably been a little while. I read quite a few comic books. Obviously, I think that's you know we all talk about Ground Zero all the time, and so but I haven't read a book that doesn't have pictures in it for a while. <laughs> um, and you know, I got I'm gonna sound like so ignorant here, but there's times I'll, I'll pick up a comic book and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of words in this one. <laughs> this is more like a sh- short story with pictures. <laughs> Not really feeling it right now. Uh, oh, I'm gonna set this one down. I, I was telling somebody, I forget who I was. Oh, Steve from Sweet Shit Music. I was telling him because we were talking about comic books, and I was t- we were talking about how like some of them have too like not too many words, obviously, but some of them are like a bit more in depth, and some uh-huh. of them are your standard superhero. Like I'm gonna beat you up, Magneto. You know, the one day I specialed ordered uh, Godzilla in Hell. Um, All right. Yeah. And there wasn't, like, maybe two words in that whole book. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And, like, I was all excited for this thing. It might even have been hardback, you know? And I was all excited. And I'm like, uh, no words. No words. And it was like, I literally just flipped through a picture book. It was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Was it cool, though? I guess. I, I, <laughs> I mean, just Godzilla walking through things. Every every once in a while, he shoots it with a ray. Yeah, it was like he was like it was like uh, whatever, like the seven layers of hell, and he just fought seven different monsters, and then of course he ends up coming back and end up in the ocean, and then they said, "We'll see you next he time." He broke his way out. Yeah, pretty much. Good for him. Yeah, but there was nowhere. I, I just was like, I just kept playing. And that one point, I did like the thumb where you. I'm like, there's no word. Like there might have like I think in the like the second chapter quote unquote chapter of this comic book there was something i was like have you seen godzilla in a while no oh me neither <laughs> flashback to godzilla in hell just to let y'all know we're wondering where he is yeah we're also wondering where godzilla is at you know people are always excited to see godzilla they wouldn't just be thankful i read hellboy in hell too if on the hell subject and that was sad near the end Aww. hellboy Dies in hell. I mean, he already died. He was in hell, but they pretty much sacrificed himself, if I remember correctly. Spoiler alert, if you're going to go back and read 2016's Hellboy in Hell. It's always interesting explaining dying in the afterlife. Yeah. I, th- I think that's what I want. I think like he kind of just like lays down. I don't know. It's been forever since I read that one. 
Isn't that kind of the thing of hell, though, is you can't really die, and that's why the torture's so bad? Well, yeah, it's eternal flames. It's yeah. eternal damnation. But he I went to a very Southern Baptist church I think, up. I think you might still be alive, Joe. What? I think you might still be alive. Uh, why? No, I, I'm in eternal damnation, my friend. <laughs> I, I think Hellboy might still be alive, but... Well, they now do, like, a young Hellboy, um, which is fun. They'd show him, like, on yeah. earlier things. Is he gay like Superman? No. no, like the new Superman's gay. It's not Superman that's gay. It's Superman's son that's gay. But he's the, like the Superman. It doesn't matter. It's not Superman. He's like taking up the mantle of Superman. Oh, he's taking up something. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 is. Um, yeah, I think it's like not even Clark Kent's son. I think it's like Clark Kent's son's son. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, something like that. That sounds about right. Um... Uh, see, this is everyone thinking, saying everyone's saying Superman because it's it's an easy way to. Well, but like I think Superman fucked off. Like he's the Superman comics main character. So I, mean, I don't. I don't. For intents and purposes, I, I think he's he's Superman. Uh, I lied to everybody, and I apologize. Um, he is the firstborn son of Kryptonian superhero Superman. Oh. <laughs> I don't. Know. Gotcha. Uh, you watched any good scary movies lately? No, I hate scary movies. Really? Yeah, they make me nervous. Yeah, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. You could probably be all right with uh, Halloween Ends. It's honestly not very scary. Um, was... I so I love old like the classics. Mm-hmm. I love. I'm a. I loved the original Halloweens. Oh, I've watched. You would probably hate this. Oh, really? It's uh, they've nerfed him extremely over the last couple movies. Okay, he, he's now kind of just. A psychotic guy and his his power thing really goes in and out like at some point you know he's picking the people well, up full body and then at some point he's kind of like limping around like he's it, still severely injured from the last movie in the nerfing defense they blew him up with like oxygen and gas at the yeah end of the i know <laughs> i know well that's but i mean there was always that mystique in the first couple of whether yep. he was a supernatural force like he had to have been to survive that one sure and then now he's just kind of like what he escaped one... completely scarred in the, from the last one where jamie kind of like hunted him and led him into the trap house see i kind of i've watched so i loved halloween one two wasn't three the season of the witch where it has nothing I, to do I think with so have nothing to do with Michael Myers whatsoever. I think so. Um, I actually really like that one, and I don't know if you ever get a chance to watch it. If it's if you a went in campy eighties movie, yeah. But if you went into it not knowing it was supposed to be like a Halloween, like mm-hmm. no Michael Myers, you'd be mm-hmm. like, ah, it's a stupid eighties scary movie. But it, it has a decent storyline and everything. It drags a little bit. But what was the one where he escapes like out of a psych ward? Which I don't remember. Uh, I think that might have been the the last newer one. Okay, I watched that one. And then that he was... comes back, and then like Jamie Lee Curtis's character has basically become like almost like a doomsday prepper because she has this like whole abandoned house set up, and she like tricks him into coming and following her there, and then it's like booby trapped and blah 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 blah. Um, I think he kills her daughter. Hmm. But. Her granddaughter, she already has a granddaughter at that point, so she's a pretty big character in this one. Funny enough, I did get Seasons of the Witch vibe a little bit out of this one because there's a part where it just seems like this one character 
is just going to keep accidentally killing other people. <laughs> like, all these, a couple of mishaps keep happening to this one dude, and it's just like, is this movie just going to be this dude accidentally murdering people? Um, Season of the Witch, that was the one with happy, happy Halloween, mm. Halloween, silver um, shamrock. It had some, like, goofy, it's one of those, like, funny gore kind of things happen like he's finding like humorous ways to kill kill people and like in jason goes things. to space have you ever seen jason i, I have i forget jason x jason i, I forget what it is but he like takes one of them out of their cocoon things and just is hitting it up against the wall uh, or something uh, but like i like the original fridays i like the original nightmare before elm or nightmare on elm streets mm-hmm. um what was the movie with the the really creepy ending where the girl <laughs> a horror movie that ended with like a but maybe <laughs> I can't remember that it was the one where the never happened girl ended up being a boy the whole time and uh creepy and girls don't cry or boys don't cry girl oh man that actually does sound familiar. Um, uh, Creepy. You're not talking about the orphan, where she ends up being like an older lady. No. Okay. Um, it's like something camp. I want to say. Uh, hold on. Uh, I know what you're talking about now. Um, but at the end of it, like, like, if I show you the screenshot of it, oh, now it's gonna bother me. It's not your next. It's not Orphan. This is from the 80s. Not Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but that's a good ending there. Have you ever seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, sure. that's an awesome one. Uh, and that was a new one. I don't know if I've actually seen the newer one, which was still probably 60s, 70s. What was it? Oh, man, this is a creepy, scary movie ending. Camp. Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. Camp Arawak. Where this part, oh, I shouldn't be clicking. This part right here. Yep. 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 I remember. Yeah, where she ended up being a dude the entire time. Yeah. I can't remember why or how that's explained. Her she was mom. Like a survivor of a boating accident. No, her mom didn't plot. Uh, That's right. Her mom said boys are bad or something. Mm-hmm. Do you have a fairy, favorite scary movie? And then she she rose she raised him as the dead sister. Yes, yes. That's right. Um, I've always been super partial to the the Evil Dead's. Evil Dead's. Um, did they remake Evil Dead? They did. I um, watched. It was based on the main lady character kind of fulfilled the ash role she was yes. like a recovering heroin addict and they took her up to the camp to get her clean or up to the house to get her clean so that was on uh pluto tv shout out mm-hmm. pluto tv i think oh. that did they did a great job with that one i really did liked they because they put it on i was like oh evil dead and that was one um i'm gonna tell a very embarrassing story one time we was i was having a sleepover at a buddy's house and they were all watching scary movies and i got scared and i left <laughs> Oh, and man. Ran, ran home, oh, and then man. they were so they. Were, I just like I they they were gonna come and scare me as I was walking home, and I was already scared enough, and I ran home. So they didn't catch you. Huh? Nope. <laughs> They're like he really was scared, you know. <laughs> um, but I said, 
<laughs> but I saw that Evil Dead was on. I'm like, oh, Pluto, nice. You know, mm-hmm. I, was, I had the day off and I was laying in bed and I'm like, oh, but it was like super like new. I'm like, oh, and then um, she had the chainsaw arm and everything too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big Shining fan. The Shining. Shining is is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, the book I would say is is definitely better. I hate to be that. No, that I guy, read the book as as well as a kid. I read good. it again as I got older. Very um, good. Would you consider Clockwork Orange a scary movie? Psychological horror, maybe okay. something like that. It's almost like more of a dystopian, yes. kind of movie. Yeah, but um, there's yeah. I always I talked with someone else about that, like you know, because I was like, well, that's one of my favorite movies. They're like, well, that's not really a scary movie. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of not like horror, but I mean, uh, it's yeah, it's fucked up. I guess unlike The Shining, ways. unlike The Shining, the Clockwork Orange book sucks. <laughs> Oh, I've heard that before. It's, I've I've written read passages, I believe. Well, but. if it's so it's all that slang they do, that weird slang that he made up. Mm-hmm. So like there's no reference to it unless mm-hmm. you got a newer version that has a reference guide <laughs> that you have to flip back and forth to. Yep. Yep. It's not like it's just like bullocks. Like I know, you know, like mm-hmm. uh omen. Really like the omen. Uh was always pretty partial to uh the Exorcist too, but I didn't watch that till a lot later. Never really cared for Chucky's. No, that um, sucked. Even like, I liked the Chucky character. I was like, ah, oh, it's funny. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know if it was a thing in in my parents' house. I, I never really seemed to get into the the eighty slasher movies, mm-hmm. the nightmares, the the Jason, the Halloween, well, like the first Jason and first on. Freddy weren't super slasher. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they were. Still, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Yeah. Gory, I mean, I would say the first Nightmare is pretty gory. Oh, really pretty gory. gory though. But, I mean, it's not a slash. I, I wouldn't really call that a slash. Mm-hmm. But then, like, after a while with everything. Uh, another favorite scary movie of mine, uh, Draft Day with Kevin Costner. <laughs> Deliverance? <laughs> is Deliverance a scary movie? Uh, I, know, I, I haven't watched that recently. I mean, it's, it's, it's rednecks hunting you. Scary. I haven't watched that recently. I just remember it dragging after a while. Like there was the the banjo scene, mm-hmm. there, there's the Neil Betty. Well, scene. it's it kind of they they do the, a very slow play into it. They just kind of like go rafting up the river for a little while, and then it builds, and then very quickly takes off when they hold them hostage and rape the one guy. N- N- Squeal like a piggy. Was that Neil Betty, right? Or Neil? I think that's his name. The guy that yeah, gets raped could be, could be. Um, but I mean, then, I know, but I, I, I remember not, after because then. It's not Burt Reynolds or uh, John Voight, that's for sure. Um, but after... The Thing. Always loved The Thing. I've never seen The Thing, I don't think. You've never seen The Thing, dude? Mm-hmm. John Carpenter's The Thing? I know about it, but I've never seen it. Now. Oh, man. Pretty good? Super dope. Yeah? Super dope. The The story is that... Um, I have seen it. Antarctica. Antarctica. Yep. 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 Dude. Yep. And it's just... Uh, it's like... Uh, just a, a paranoia. Yeah. It's a paranoia piece where it's because this monster takes over and can imitate things. And yep. Until it's like threatened or harmed, you can't really force it to, to take itself out. So um, this this dog comes into the camp. They actually kill the guys that are trying to hunt it. And that's what they did for the prequel movie was it ended up with them chasing this this husky and trying to shoot it. They're like trying to snipe it out of a plane as the open scene. And they end up, I think, shooting the guys uh, in the helicopter because they're just, they think they're crazy people. And then they're really they, trying to kill. They the let thing. the thing in. Yeah. yeah. 
and then it's just slowly taking over the camp and destroying everybody. It's I love that movie. Kurt Russell, man, kills it. That's right. Um, I'm trying to look up. I thought Deliverance kind of after the the rape scene and after Burt Reynolds kills him, it kind of drags. It does because then it's just kind of like a hunting thing, and you know, I I I, I imagine they end up killing the bad guys, but yeah, it was kind of like that scene's extremely fucked up, and I think they get hurt in the process. So it's mostly like because like Burt Reynolds is going to be like the badass, but then I think he like. I can't remember if he like falls off a cliff or he actually he gets, gets hurt. shot. In the yes, leg, you're right. So you're right. It's kind of mostly John Voight um, doing the defense, and he's like, you know, he makes it clear he's not that guy. And it's basically Burt Reynolds was going to be dragging these two down the river anyway. I think Ned, it's John Voight. Ned Betty. Yeah. Uh, I was like Candyman as a kid. Never. Uh, that one scared me, so I never watched it. it yeah, I mean, it was. Especially, I was watching that one young, and I remember Hellraiser too, which now seems so goofy to me. So I remember Hellraiser, like the part with the hooks and everything, and I'm like, ah, I'm out of mm-hmm. this. There's also a really good one I liked, and I didn't get turned on until the last few years, Let the Right One In. And it's, about a, it's about a little girl vampire, and I believe her father... Um, I think it's like Swedish originally and uh, Norwegian uh, something. Um, but they remade it, uh, an American version. Um, and I think her caretaker like dies. I don't think he's a vampire. I think he's just a guy that, you know, came across her at some point. Um, and she befriends a- another little boy. Um, and just kind of, she's a vampire. There's a lot of good uh, scary comic books coming out. And when I say scary, I mean horror based mm-hmm. comic books. There's a new Riddler comic book out. Um, it's called Year One, um, and it's really good. It's oh, like yeah. it's yeah, um, it kind of shows the beginnings of Edward Enigma of, or this version of him, mm-hmm. and it's really like I was like, oh man, I can't wait to read the rest of this. Uh, but it's that time of year, right? Everyone kind of um, everything's kind of spooky. I've uh, I've never I wouldn't say I count these as great horror movies, but them and Get Out, Jordan Peele has done a great job. Um, I love. I really like all those movies. I wouldn't say they're exactly horrifying or scary. Uh, Get Out, I thought was awesome. I don't remember them. That's the one where it's like there's a government program. Oh, well, I, I guess that's heavy spoilers, but it ends up being that there's these people that are like copies of everyone, and I'm pretty sure yep, the government okay. like clone them, and they're like living underground, and it's basically them trying to take it back um, or escape. Because I think the the idea was that they were. Cloning, mass cloning people, and then just harvesting them for organs and stuff. Um, and they're like completely uneducated, feral people. Um, and so, strangers, dude. Love that movie. You know, it's another horror movie I really like Street Trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Street Trash is good. I did watch Nope. Um, the That's other, on the here. I was just scrolling these one. Very uh, interesting. I mean, I guess it, it follows the Jordan Peele Ioners, which is it's a unique. It's hard to do a unique horror concept, I think. It really is anymore. Um, and it was, I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't want to, I, it's not an alien movie. I guess is all I, all I would, could say. It's not what you think it is. So that's one I was going to bring up with Signs. Is that the one with Mel Gibson? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't a very scary movie. I mean, it was kind of like they, but there's that one scene where the alien, they first show the alien for the first time and you're like, Oh, it was okay. kind of the Jaws effect on that. They just keep yep. not showing you, not showing yep. you, and then it's like a blurry cell phone video or something like that. 
What was the one? Is it Cloverfield where the monster was? Yeah, that wasn't really a scary movie, but that kind of had the monster movie. Yeah, it's kind of like the thing. The thing is, it's that that sense of paranoia the yeah. whole fucking time. Um, Cloverfield, yeah, more of a monster movie. Do you ever like Blair Witch? I remember liking it when I was a kid, but like, it's, any, is, I, like not even the nostalgia of it is can make it good now. This is how much I hated scary movies. I watched Blair Witch at like eleven o'clock on a Saturday morning with all the like windows and doors open, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Cannibal Holocaust, though. Cannibal Holocaust actually I wasn't Dude. a big fan of the movie. I watched that, but the background story behind that movie. Have you ever mm-hmm. read the background story on it? I mean, a, a little bit. I can't really recall it that well. So but. they they released that movie and didn't really say it was like a movie. They you know they kept saying it was documentary. They thought it was doc unfound. They thought it was actually unfound yes. documentary. Footage. And they actually hid the actors. They sent them to Italy. That's right. Yeah, where they it was either Italy or France, but they sent them away for a couple of years. Well, something. I think the original was Italian. Okay, even so- I think the famous old one here I think was a reshoot. I could be wrong on that, though. Uh, so those... I, I just remember they sent the actors away to, like, sell the part even more. Mm-hmm. And then the director and everyone got in trouble for that. And they had to be like, no, they're still alive. No, they're here. alive. Yeah. And then they were like, so um, did you really murder that turtle, though? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, we did that one. We did. I mean, we can't. That. I mean, I don't know. Just stick to the special effects line. I don't think they're going to find it. Um, I mean, Human Centipede. The Living Dead. I've always been very partial to Mar- uh, zombie movies, but they're being pretty overdone. I was very excited to see HBO just added uh, Train to Busan, which is a, a Korean zombie movie. Okay. It's basically like uh, the best way I could describe it is like Snowpiercer because uh, they're basically on a train almost the entire time. I think there's there's one big chunk in the middle of the movie where they're trying to switch trains or they get off in a place and things go wrong and they have to get back on or something like that. But it, it's essentially uh, mostly located on this one train there of people traveling across the country as the zombie outbreak happens. Chinese or Asian or Japanese scary movie, the... Uh... This guy shows up for, a girl shows up for, like, a, she's like a violin, she's trying to sign, like, oh, what was it? That's going to bother me. It was a good one. (laughs) I think my favorite slasher one, though, Silence of the Lambs, great movie. Again, I don't know if it can necessarily be horror, more of the serial killer genre than even slasher. Um, Texas Chainsaw, I think, was always my favorite slasher. That one, the audition was the one I was thinking of. By the way, mm. um, it's I think I think I've read about that or heard about it. I don't think I've actually seen it though. Yeah, it's it's one. It's the thing is, if I remember correctly, um, it was one of those like you watch them plug needles into eyeballs and stuff, and mm-hmm. the hostile. Yeah, uh, what do they call it? Torture porn. Yes, gores, something like that. Those are, yeah, I don't know. You can make me wiggle and writhe in my seat, and I guess it'll make me feel a certain way, but there's, like there's not the intense, in, in sense of doom or, like, the, the real scary horror part. Remember Serbian films? You ever watch that? Mm-hmm. I never watched it's it. It's fucked up. Is it? It's super fucked up. Like, I just, I read the, the Wikipedia plot, and I'm like, ah, that's not going to do anything for me that I... 
I, I watch movies to try escape reality, you know? Uh-huh. You know? And uh-huh. I didn't need to see him, what did he rape his own? I feel Baby rape. Uh, he might have to rape his own wife. And I, I can't even remember, dude. It's just uh, they basically dump all of the trauma on the world into this guy and make him do crazy shit and crazy shit's done to him. And it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. It's fucked. Strangers though. Have you ever seen that? Uh, uh-uh. the strangers. I recommend that one. Um, it's kind of like slasher psychological, but the thing is they don't actually do much. They just spend the entire movie torturing these two people with like, they're invading the home and then they don't do anything. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the guy with basically like a scarecrow mask. Yes. One girl's got a porcelain. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dude, and, oh. It's for, for not much violence and gore. And then there's the scene where his buddy shows up. At, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Oh and then at the end, because I was like, they're going to get those motherfuckers. You know? And, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we should have we should, we should have said a lot of heavy. I guess. All the movies we talked about were pretty. Yeah, I mean, hey, most of them are super old. Yeah, I mean, I I avoided the spoilers on the new ones, but I mean, I think we set up a lot of the plots without really giving too much away. I mean, the killers at the end of Strangers get away. I guess you, I guess you know that. Yeah, but but that that dude because the end of the, like where the part where his buddy walks in, I'm like that would be me. I'd be sitting there all prepared. And he walks in and he shoots his own friend, you know? Okay, now you gave a spoiler. All right, well, fuck it. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I love that scene so much. Yeah. It's just like, oh, and that, shit. And then they came in, they're like, murderer, right? Or something. They put something on the wall or something. Yeah, yep. yeah. They're just fucking. Wow, we really are fucking these movies up. Uh, I'd recommend, though, of new movies, I just watched Black Phone, too. Ethan Hawke uh, is basically like a child kidnapper. Um,. And there's there's a supernatural element to it that I don't necessarily want to spoil on a newer movie. Nope was really good. I'm super excited to watch Barbarian. I've heard great things about Barbarian. Uh, it's been recently out in theaters. Um, I think basically these these two people check into an Airbnb and they realize there's something going on. There's there might be like these catacombs or something down below, and either something or someone is like abducting people and torturing them down there. Or so I don't really know. I've only seen the trailer, so but I'm super stoked. I've heard great things. Um, I think it kind of started out as like an indie type project, non horror movie related. I want to see Black Adam. <laughs> But I actually want to see that. Like, it's getting great audience reviews, but the the critics are giving it shit. So I'm like... Can't really buy too much into critic reviews of superhero movies. No, because they all think they suck except for, like, three of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm intrigued. I don't think I'm going to go see it in theaters. Well, I don't go to see anything in theaters. (laughs) Let's not get crazy. Let's not get too wild. I might. I, there's a new movie coming out called The Menu that I'm pretty intrigued by too. Ralph Fiennes, I think. It seems like they they lure a bunch of rich people to an island for this exquisite dining experience, and then that's called Firefly. They might be that's the fire, That's the Firefly. Uh, what was it? The Firefly Fire concert. Island? No, Firefly concert. What was the concert? Where yeah, all the, yeah. Firefest. Firefest. Fire something like that. Yeah. yeah. Firefly. No, but it's like, you know, it's going to be like this one-of-a-kind tasting experience by the greatest chef in the world and something, but something, something's off. 
I don't know. Caught up on Stranger Things. Have you seen all that yet? No, I'm not a big Stranger Things. Really? Not, yeah, I watched the first season, liked it, then like I didn't watch it for a while. Um, just fell off. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, it's pretty much all out now. I think they got one more season. I watched the last... Actually, I take that back. I watched like the last three episodes because like, Renee was watching it, and I'm like... Like the last three that came out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I saw the whole uh, Master of Puppets thing. And, yeah, dude, yeah. that was dope. Yeah, it was sweet. I just, not that I disliked it, I just, I don't know. I, I'm one of those guys I like, I don't know. I, I, I don't watch too much TV and like, unless it, like, I don't know. I just feel. <laughs> um, unless it's the same episodes of Home Improvement, according was, to Jim. It was the Halloween episodes of According You came over and I was literally watching the other, it was like the Halloween episode of According to Jim. Whenever they got home, she's like, oh, Halloween episode of Tool Time. <laughs> or Home Improvement. And you were like, it's home improvement, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we're doing the podcast outside today. So. <laughs> it's pretty chilly out here. Uh, all right, man. Let's get out of here. We're, we're oh, no. I, I need to dive into the Browns. No, no, uh, I was like, they're really shit. bad. Uh, big ups to the Guardians, though. Great season. Fuck um, yeah. More than I'd expect. So more than I expected. A hard haul through that playoff. Um, Can I just kept started hot. Loving it. Um, real quick. Sorry to keep going. Um, with the Guardians game when we were playing our show. So the first set of this, because we played during, uh, so we played at Niners Diner, and the first set was awesome. Mm-hmm. The crowd was super into it. The second set, they're projecting the, the Guardians game behind us, and no one cared about us whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> you guys were watching it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, our, like, oh, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't really drop out any songs, though. No, that's uh, called professionalism. It sure is. You guys <laughs> I, are great. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you later. Uh, Ground Zero Comics and Cards. Uh, Later. Okay, okay.